What it do, what it do, what it do. This is Crossover Phoenix Podcast coming at you. Summertime is upon us. And this episode, the episode that we're in today, um, is one that I, I that God has really been dealing with me on over the last, at least the last year or two. And the name of this particular episode is The Pace of Life. And the co-title for this particular episode would be a question. What race are you in? What race are you in? Uh, before we jump into the actual episode, let's do a couple housekeeping rules here. Hey, I still need you guys out there in Crossover Land and all my Crossover Nation. I need you to continue to promote the actual podcast. Thank you guys for who are listening in, um, the individuals that are out there that's constantly uh, paying attention and listening to this broadcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Crossover Nation. But if it is helping you and in blessing you, please share it with a friend. Please post it on Instagram, on Facebook, all of the social media sites. Please share this information. Uh, I want to be able to reach a broad range of people and be able to help them with the concept of crossover, with crossover. So please, I need you. And then also, if you can go on to wherever you listen to this podcast and go ahead and rate the actual episode and rate the podcast. I would love to, to hear from you. If you can type in some notes and give me some feedback, let me know how this is actually helping you. And if you'd like me to, to work on a particular topic or you want to hear some information from crossover on a particular topic, please reach out to me. Let me know. But hey, let's dive into this particular episode. Uh, do you know what race you're in or what race are you in? The main topic, again, is the pace of life. The, I just want to tell you really quickly how I came up with this particular topic. Over the last few years, I really felt like the Holy Spirit was just really dealing with me in knowing the particular race that I, I'm in currently. I'm currently uh, 47 years old. On August the 15th, just in a couple months, I will be 48 years old, 48 years old. Uh, I feel great. Uh, I feel very young. I feel like I'm in my, my 30s or even my early 20s. I still can do a lot of the things that I would do. I was doing back then, but what God was dealing with me on was actually knowing the particular race that I'm in at this particular season in my life. And I got the revelation from watching my two sons, Joshua and Caleb, um, in actual track practice. So last year they participated with a great track club out in St. John's County. And I want to just give a shout out to coach Ricky um, Smalls, uh, Ricky Fields, I'm sorry, Ricky Fields. And R coach Ricky is one of the most amazing track coach coaches that I've ever um, spoke with or had been able to be involved with. He understands the, the actual teaching and the training and he understands how to get an individual from point A to point B. So as I was dropping them off, you know, each Saturday and during the week in this training, and the training is intense. I have a newfound respect. I'm, you know, I'm a football guy, um, basketball guy, uh, baseball guy, not too much basketball, but football and um, baseball, definitely. I played basketball, but I was, you know, I was great defense, but other things uh, I needed to work on. But football and baseball star. And um, I had really never had a, a real found uh, respect for tra track 
people. I just thought they went out to the track and they just ran. And I thought it was basically a gift. Either you were fast or you weren't fast. But I've learned over these last couple of, of, of years that that's not actually true, that you can increase your speed. Some people are gifted and there are um, genes that are quick twitch genes that we are born with. But being a track star can be developed and the disciplines and all of those things that come with it can be developed over time. And I just want to give that shout out to Coach Ricky. He is amazing. So if you got a, a, a teenager or a, a young kid that uh, you would like to learn the art, and I say that um, I say that with all understanding and with, um, with passion, the art of track and field, Coach Rick feels as Ricky, Ricky feels is the guy that you want to um, train your child. But as I'm sitting there looking at the different trainings, um, Joshua, my oldest son is, is really good. He's a, he would probably be considered a sprinter. And yes, he is really fast. And my youngest son would probably, uh, he's not as fast as Joshua in the takeoff, but Caleb's speed increases over time. But I saw as I'm sitting there watching and watching the training of Coach and watching him deal with Joshua and Caleb, there were several different, different trainings for the different races that you would run. He took my youngest son, Caleb, and he put him in as a sprinter. And he did something really unusual. He took Joshua and put him in the 800, which is more of a distance run uh, but nowadays, it's almost like a sprint. But as I'm starting to look at these, the different training styles and techniques and the things that he had each one of my sons doing for the particular race that they were in, I really started to, God really started to minister to me in the different races. And I just want to break down maybe four races today. The first one would basically be the 100. All of us know that the 100 meter is a sprint. And it is a all-out sprint. You're coming out of the blocks. You, you're giving it all you got for, you know, 100 meters. The next race would be the 200-meter sprint. And that is twice as far as that 100-meter. And it's usually coming around the curve. And then the third would be the 800-meter. And then the last would be the mile. That 800 and the mile are getting into long-distance running. And it's a different, you have to train differently for the 800 and the mile than you do for the 100 and the 200. And I started to realize that in life, we need to understand and to know what particular race that we're in. And if you look at your life in maybe blocks of 20 years, that first 20 years of your life, you would be in that 100 meter sprint. You're going at it all out, your education, everything that you're doing, your recovery time is just uh, just tremendous. You can recover, you can get out there, your muscles, uh, you're flexible, uh, you have strength. And just, I want you to take just for a second, I want you to picture a 100 meter sprinter and look at and picture their bodies. They're muscular, the legs are huge. Um, you look at some of these ladies and these men that run the 100 meters and you look at their, their quads, just tremendous big muscles, calves are just bulging out, upper body is strong. Um, you see them 
And, and think about us as we are in our 20s and in our earlier life. Yes, we are very muscular. We are we're fit. We can do things that uh, that we naturally just could do it. If our body tells our bodies to jump up on this this box and we can just jump, we can run fast, like I said, and recover. And then as we move from the 100 meter sprint and we get more into our next block of 20 years, which would be from 20 to 40, we start to look at the, the 200 meter dash. And yes, it's a sprint, but it's not an all out sprint as soon as you take off. It is a controlled sprint. And yes, you got to give it all you got. I've watched some of these, these, these track stars and how they run the 200. And I've watched them as they come out of the turn. You know, in the 200 meter, you start in the turn and you finish in the straightaway. <laughs> uh, think about that. You start in the turn um, in, in the 200 meter and then you finish in the straightaway. And I see some of these track stars as they're coming out of the turn, they're increasing their speed. And it's almost like they're being boomeranged into that that straightaway at top speed. And then they they get upright and then they start to just work on their form for that last 50, 25 and 10 and finally over the finish line. And if you think about our lives from the from our 20s to our 40s, we have that same type of thing. We're still, we're coming out of that. We're coming into that, starting in that turn, coming out of our 20s and moving into that turn and coming out of that turn into our 30s and hitting that straightaway into our 40s. And if you look at those, uh, the body and the physique of a 200 meter runner, the ones who are really great, they're not so bulky. They're, you, they start to slim down because they need, a little, they need a little bit more endurance for that 200 meter than they do for that 100 meter. You got to be able to increase your speed from 200, from that 100 meter to that 200 meters. And then as we move into our 40s, our next block of 20 years from our 40s to our 60s, things start to slow down. That would be that 800 meter run. And right now I'm at the end of that, I just finished that, that 200 meter. And now I'm moving into that 800 meter. I call, I, we would call it a sprint or a long distance sprint. That 800 meters, it's a different training for me now. There's, there's things I have to train on now that I didn't have to train when I was just running that 100 meter. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. When I was in my 20s and in my early 20s, there were certain things I could just do, but I didn't have to train on. But now that I'm in uh, this 800 meter, I have to work on endurance. We're going to get into what Paul was talking about in, in Ephesians um, chapter 12 in just a minute. But we're going to talk about that endurance. And then now I'm even starting to look at where I will be in two years, which would be in my 50s. I would be halfway in this third block of 20 years, and I want to be the best 800-meter runner that I can be. And then I will start to transition. Our last block or our last race would be from our 60s to our 80s. And that block is, and if you just look at a, a, a mile runner and hit their physique, they're very slim. 
Um, they don't have all of the muscles. They don't have all of the weight. And they have to slim themselves down so that they can endure and run as fast as they can that longer race. So the, just want to recap really quickly the four races and the four races that we're in in our lives. The first block is that first 20 years of our lives. That's that sprint, the 100-meter sprint. The second block is the 200-meter. That's from our 20s to our 40s. And then the third block would be that 800-meter run, which would be from our 40s to our 60s. And then that last leg or that last run that we must perfect is that 1,500 or the mile race, which is from our 60s to our 80s. Let's jump in really quick and let's let's hear a little bit about how Paul talked about the race of life in, in Hebrews 12. I love this chapter. I would encourage you to read the whole chapter, read it in the King James Version and also read it in the New Living Translation. But here's what it says. And this is in the New Living Translation. I'm going to pull some words out of the King James to amplify and really help us to understand these races. And Paul says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. And I want you to to really I want you to get the picture here. Paul was talking about the Isthmian Games, which was a games back in his day was very similar to the Olympic Games. And Paul and if you think about the Olympic Games and you see the, the runners before they get to the actual uh, race, you see them come in. Think about the last Olympics. Think about Usain, Usain Bolt and those great track stars. And think about them just coming out of the tunnel. Usually they have on their, their sweats. They usually have a backpack on their backs. They usually maybe got their slides on and they have their clothing on. So, but as they go down, they start to strip off every weight. They take off the backpack, they take off the sweats, and they get down to their track uniform. And yes, those track uniforms are barely anything. <laughs> they, they barely have on anything. And that's what Paul was saying here. He says, strip off every weight that slows us down. You can't go into a sprint with the backpack on. You can't go into a sprint with luggage and things that slow you down. He says, especially the, the sin that so easily trips you up. That sin would be like your shoes being untied. You wouldn't even go into it. You, you, the first thing you want to do when you get to that track, you're going to make sure that those shoes are laced up tightly. You're going to probably double knot them to make sure that they don't come loose and make sure that your shoes are on tightly. You don't want anything to trip you up. One trip in a 100-meter race could cost you your race. Think about it in the spirit. And then he says, let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. It is God that has put us in these race, in, in the race that we're in. But I want you to make, you got to make sure that if you're running the 100 meters, you're in your 20s, that's the race that you're training for. But if you're in your 20s and 40s now and you're running the 200 meter, that's a different type of training. That's a different type of mindset. 
You can't be 60 years old out here and acting like you're 20 years old and training like you're 20. You're not in that particular race anymore. You're in a different race. And when he talks about this great crowd or the crowd of witnesses, he's talking about all of the other people that have run this race before you and I. He's talking about the great hall of fame. And he's saying they are out there in the crowd. They're sitting up in the stands and they're now watching you as you run your leg of this race. And they're cheering you on. Come on, Timothy. Come on, Tavares. Come on, Joshua. Come on, Caleb. They're cheering you on to run your race. But think about it. If you're in an 800 meter run and you take off like you're in a 100 meter, you're going to give out. You're going to burn out. You're not going to last. And Paul also talks about, don't you know that in a race all run, but there's only going to be one that wins the prize? He said, now give it all you got like you're going to win this prize. I broke down the actual, um, I looked up the word endurance, uh, and I also looked it up in the strong concordance. Endurance, the number for the strong concordance would be 5281, and it's perseverance, endurance, patience, and it's patiently waiting, endurance. He says, run this race with endurance. He also talks about, if you read this whole chapter, I encourage you to read the whole chapter of Hebrews 12, down in um, 12 and 11, he talks about training. He says exercise, and he's talking about training. Oh, that's why I love being a trainer. I love taking the gospel and making it real. These words must become life, and they must dwell amongst us. I love using and teaching the Bible through fitness because of the fact Paul was using, he loved the games and he used these, these similes between the, our spiritual life and the physical. He said, you have to train for this race. He said, you have to discipline your body. And if you don't discipline your body, you could become disqualified. There are rules to running each one of these races. In a 1500 or a mile race, you can get, you don't have to stay inside of your lanes, but in the 100 and the 200, you have to stay in your lane. If you don't understand that you can become disqualified because you don't know which race you're running. Crossover family, please identify right now what race God has you in. Know where you're at. Know which race you're running. And then train. Train. If you look that word up in the strong concordance, the actual training, it means to train, to exercise or exercised. It's the same word, same type of concept. The Bible talks about train up a child in the way that they should go. Train them. Discipline them. Get them ready day in and day out so that you don't become disqualified. I could feel Paul when he says, he says, I beat my body and I bring my body into subjection or I bring my body or I put my body in line. Paul was afraid that after he had preached to everyone else, 
that he himself will become a castaway. Crossover family, crossover. I want you to know and I want you to concentrate and tr please know what race that you're in. Know what disqualifies you in the race. Know how to run the race. Study the great runners before you and run your race with patience and endurance. That's my time today. I hope you love this episode. And you know my saying, I have found that success in one area of our lives can be used in every area of our lives. We just need to cross over.